Hello and welcome to the Perfect Strangers Podcast. I am your host, Furby Montano, otherwise known as Chubby Elvis, and I want to thank you, as always, for coming to join me today. This episode of the podcast is being brought to you by BetterHelp. If there's something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp Online Counseling can help. They offer licensed professional counselors who are specialized in issues such as depression, anxiety, relationships, trauma, anger, family, conflicts, LBGTQ plus matters, grief, self-esteem, and much, much more. You're going to get help on your own time, at your own pace, and anything that you share is absolutely confidential. And if for some reason you're not happy with your counselor, you can always request a new one anytime for no additional charge. Best of all is it is truly affordable. And right now, Perfect Strangers podcast listeners get 10% off your first month with the discount code STRANGER. So get started today. That's betterhelp.com slash stranger. Look, guys, uh, mental health is a very real thing. I know me personally, I put off getting help for a very long time. And once I did, it completely changed my life. With BetterHelp, it's a very quick process. You fill out a quick questionnaire. They help assess you to match you with the counselor that you're going to love the most and that's going to be able to help you the most. And I mean, the best part of it is it is super convenient. It works around your schedule and you get someone to listen to you all from the comfort of your own home or your car or wherever you have time to do it. So once again, that is BetterHelp.com stranger. Okay, so today on the show, we have my good friend Church, otherwise known as Church Cobain. Now, Church is one of my favorite people on TikTok. He is always outspoken. He always says what's on his mind. He's a true New Yorker through and through. He is the host of the Highly Opinionated Podcast, which he is absolutely hilarious, insightful, like... This guy, if you just hear him talk for five minutes, you're absolutely hooked and you want to hear him talk for two, three hours. We had a fantastic conversation. We covered so many different subjects and he's just someone that I really enjoyed talking to and uh, I hope we can get Church back on. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Church Cobain, thank you so much for listening again. Cool. We're, we're here. What's going on, Church? How are you, man? Doing good, man. How you doing? Doing well, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for hopping on. I appreciate you taking time. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, of course, man. Of course, I've been a big fan of your uh, your TikToks for for a while now, man. So, thank you, thank you. Yeah, man. I'm I, still, I I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, nah, so I'm still I'm still trying to get used to the whole TikTok thing. Well, you you're doing I mean? you're doing something right on there, man. <laughs> it's working. That's cool, it's definitely man. working. So what uh what kind of prompted you to uh to start the the whole TikTok scene? I mean honestly it was it was probably a pandemic. Okay. You know what I mean? I was in the house, you know, nothing, you know, regular story. Nothing to do. We all like locked down. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, let me tell a story. And then from there I just kept going. You know what I mean? So it's like it kind of worked out, you know. No, man, for sure. I I can tell you just from uh from watching your stuff, man, you are a fantastic storyteller. Like Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, man. No, I, I appreciate that you just kind of, uh, uh, you don't really have like, like your whole thing is just kind of speaking facts. That, you know what I mean? That's just, all it is. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's so weird because people be like, oh, I love your stuff. You should do comedy or something. I'm like, I'm kind of just telling like life story, crazy situations. Like, you know, everything isn't as like happy as I make it sound, but I try to just flip it around, put it in an upbeat, you know, tempo. And for some reason it works. Yeah, so it's like it's still weird. It's still weird. It's a lot of getting used to. A lot of the messages you get from people, and um, you know the conversations that people have with you, or like how a story might have affected their day. I'm still getting used to that. You know what I'm saying? But I love it. It's like the best feeling ever. Is it like generally like a positive response from people, or what? What? What's what do you usually get? It's crazy because it's always positive. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I kind of expected a lot of like negative responses because it's tiktok you know how it could be it can get real toxic real quick oh yeah so for the most part it's always been positive like you know what i'm saying even some like when you know so even when celebrities watch your stuff is weird like it's like oh that's crazy like you saw my video you know what i mean and it's like they'll come to my instagram and they'll write me like y'all love your page and i'm like what 
Like, this is crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's just me in my apartment, you know, telling jokes and telling stories and situations. So I'm still like trying to go full fledged uh, content creator. Okay. You know what I mean? Still struggling with that. No, I mean, I'm, but I'm, I can tell you, I think you're going to get there, man. You, you got the, you got the right personality for it. I mean, hopefully I keep, I'll be doing like one video every two weeks. I need to kind of speed it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody's like, yo, why you be disappearing? I'm like, yo, listen, I still a lot of get, it's a lot to get used to. You know, people want me to do skits. I'm trying to get into that. You know what I'm saying? So sure. I've always done filmmaking. So I guess this is kind of like a good branch to kind of like be in front of the camera. You know what I mean? So Yeah, I got you, man. You know what I mean? I see some yes skits. Yes skits be having me, yes skits be having me dying. Like, see what I'm saying? I don't even really know how to do a skit, bro. Like, I'm like, like, how do you fit this in? Like, context is important, time is important, and it gotta be fast. And like, you know, I'm just I'll be like, I don't really know how to do it yet. It's well, a weird feeling. I, I appreciate that, man. No, I mean, for me, man, doing skits is just honestly, sometimes I'll see like a tweet or something that I think is funny and I'll just mm. act it out. Like that, that stuff pretty mm-hmm. much is pretty self-explanatory. But um, a lot of times I just do like random shit that's happened to me in life and I'll just play it out. Like, you know, I'll over dramatize it. That's, that's kind of what everyone wants to see. Right. Exactly. That's what everybody want to see. <laughs> what I'm saying. So it's like, that's why I said, I'm still trying to get used to that. Like I'm starting my podcast soon. I've been kind of like holding off, but you know, hopefully that works out. You know what I mean? It's a lot to being a content creator too. Oh yeah. Like, I never realized it. I always thought it was going to be, like real easy, you just jump on here, you do your thing, but it's like daily content a couple times a day. It's crazy. No, oh, it's a it's a full-fledged job, man. It's it's something else. Exactly. Like, I mean, you make it work. You're doing the content, you're doing the the podcasting, like you you pulling it <laughs> off. Like, I'm trying to get to your level, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like, it's just really like um, I don't know. Like some days you don't feel motivated. So it's like, what do you do? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely have that stuff. Honestly, man, I do it in my downtime. Like, I work from home and, like, mm-hmm. you know, you can't be working all day, every day. Just, you can't. So, sometimes if I have, like, a 10-minute break, I'll just go film, some, film something real quick. Or, you know, I don't, it was it was something that I just started out doing just because I've always been, like, a goofy person and I never had a, an outlet for it. Mm-hmm. So, once TikTok came along, this was a little before the pandemic, I was like, all right, well, this is a way that I can be stupid online and no one's going to see it. And then, exactly. lo and behold, people started watching. But I mean, that's, that's always good. It's like, you know, I kind of, I felt like when I started out, the TikTok was kind of blown up too fast sure. and I kind of wanted to slow it down. You know what I'm saying? Because I felt like you kind of, it kind of gets a little bit weird. It gets like a mental health type of thing where it's like, if this video don't hit, then what happens? You know what I mean? So I'd be like, oh no, like, because everybody's be like, oh, all your videos t- tend to go viral. And I'm like, but when they don't, I kind of start to freak out. So I had to take a little step back. You know what I'm saying? Like, Isn't that weird how that works out? It's weird. It's the weirdest thing ever. Because I never imagined that I would care. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. One day, I like shadow man. Then I was like, this video's not doing good. Like, I got the lid. And I just remember just freaking out. And I'm like, yo, that's crazy. Like, why do I care? Like, you know what I'm saying? So this is weird. I remember after Definitely I had, a lot of like get used to. After I had my first one that hit big, um, uh, maybe a couple of weeks after, I think my videos were back down to like, you know, 200 views or whatever they were. And mm-hmm. uh, I told my fiance, like, oh, I think I'm shadow banned. She's like, who cares? Exactly. That's, that's all she told me. And I was like, huh, no, you're right. Who does care? Like, it's not like who cares? But you, but you know, it's like the feeling. It's like chasing, like a, it's like chasing a high. You know what I'm saying? Like, once you do so good, it's kind of like, okay, I can keep this up. And then TikTok will remind you, like, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> that was just for the day. You know what I'm saying? Get back to work. Like, so it's like, it's a funny feeling. So, uh, what, what's your? You said you did film and stuff, right? What's yeah. What's your background? Like, what What have you What have you done? Um, for me, it's just like I did a lot of like small projects, nothing crazy. I've done, I've been a um I've been a PA like I've I've worked on film sets. Right. Um as far as my stuff like I've always just helped people. I shot a lot of music videos, um some like small documentary stories and stuff like that. Nothing crazy cuz I always kind of wanted to you know, when I started trying to do film, I felt like 
I had a better chance just doing my own projects. You know what I mean? Like I would help a lot of people in their projects and it's a, it's a weird business. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like do your own thing, make a, make a story, write a treatment and make it happen. And my first big project that I was doing personally was before the pandemic and that hit. So I kind of like slowed down. It was nothing to do. Nobody was outside. Nobody wanted to shoot. And I guess that's what TikTok kind of came in. And now everybody's like, well, stay in front of the camera now. So it's like, it's kind of what I'm trying to do now. Like, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like a career shift. Okay. You know what I mean? No, man, well, that's, that's admirable though. That's, that's, that's gotta be like a, a freaky transition one from behind the camera to in front. Like usually it's a lot of anxiety. That's what I'm saying. I got a lot of anxiety too. I'll be trying to, I'm like, dang, like, how do I do this? Like, but I, I have the personality for it. But like I said, I've always kind of been a behind the scenes type of person. Sure. You know? Oh, I lost you. It's a, it's a big oh. shift. It's fun though. Oh, you can see me. It's fun though. So it's like, you know, I'm enjoying it. I'm like, okay, like this is a little different. Because people get to like judge you all day and judge your content and judge the way you say things. Even when I first got on TikTok, I was like, I'm from New York, bro. Like, I talk with heavy slang. So I had to clear it all up just so people could <laughs> understand it universally. Like, so it was crazy. Like, you know what I mean? So isn't isn't code switching such a weird thing to do? Yeah, it's like it's super weird because it's like you can code switch a little bit, but then you might have to code switch for like, so everyone can understand. Oh yeah. Cause even when you code switch, like I could clarify my words and somebody would be like, why do you talk like that? I'm like, well, I guess that's my accent. You know, I'm from New York. Sure. So I say, I say funny things and I used to see it in the comment section. They'd be like, why do you say water like that? Or why do you say like certain things that people will really be focused on that? You know what I'm saying? So it's like code switching is so weird. Cause you have to use it for all different kinds of groups of people. You know what I mean? So. It takes some getting used to. And I guess that's kind of like, uh, you know, something you have to do before you become like super big. You know what I mean? Honestly, man, I don't even think you have to. Um, your, your whole vibe is New York. Like as soon as I watched yeah. your stuff, I was like, this dude is New York to the bone. <laughs> yeah. I had to, I had to clear it a little bit. Cause I'm like, oh, I guess New Yorkers are like, we can really go New York with it. Like we can go, we can go crazy when it's like, nobody understands what we're saying. So I'm like, right. You know, that's the that's the little change I had to do. But I think everybody kind of enjoy that whole like New York City gritty type of background situation that we do. You know what I'm saying? So hey, Wait, it's, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You see me? Oh, okay, oh where are you from? Oh, yeah. uh, I didn't so even get to ask you. No, no, no. You're good. I uh, I live in Orlando now, but I'm originally from New Mexico, from Santa Fe, okay. New Mexico. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm from like a, a very heavy minority majority state. So mm-hmm. tons of people with like Hispanic Mexican backgrounds. And mm-hmm. uh, it's a it's a very interesting city, man, because uh, you know how usually in, in most cities, it's like there's black and there's white, you know, black mm-hmm. people, white people. Then you kind of where exactly. I'm from, everyone's brown, right? Everyone's Hispanic. So mm-hmm the way they differentiate each other is all right, well, we were born here and you're from Mexico. So they, they say we're Hispanic and these are, these are Mexican mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And that, that's kind of okay. the, 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 the prejudice thing that, that exists where I'm from. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's an interesting type of city, man. It's, it's very different. I mean, it's always weird because I feel like with like a lot of, you know, when it comes with different groups of people, I'm like, I'm from New York, so everybody's here. You know what I mean? Even how, like, TikTok has done one thing. It's opened my eyes to, like, conversations that I don't feel like New Yorkers have. You know what I'm saying? Like, how we operate as a city or how we're, like, a big melting pot. I feel like you don't really get to see, the, I, like, I didn't know how one-dimensional the world could be. You know what I mean? A hundred percent, man. So it's like, in New York, it's like you kind of get what you get. If anything, you'll get some weird tourists that come here and they kind of like ask you questions that they probably shouldn't ask you. Like I had this one guy ask me, he was like, I think he was from like Montana or something like that. And he was just like, yeah, I've never seen a black person. And I was just like, what? <laughs> like, like what? Like, like what? This is like America. What do you mean? Like, I mean, being I, guess, real, I didn't, I didn't know a black person until I was probably about 10, 10 or 11. See, that's crazy. Like, I never knew you could, like, like see the world that way. Like, I thought, like, we were everywhere. Like, But I guess some places is really not like that. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, 
I didn't I didn't know a black person until I was about 10 or 11. I didn't know anyone of Asian descent um, until I was probably in high school. Honestly. Okay. It's it's pretty wild, man. It's crazy. Like, because I'm just like, yo, we just been here. We all here melting pot. You know what I'm saying? Like, if anything, I think I have, you know, a certain prejudices here. Like, I'm like I'm Panamanian, right? So I'm from mm-hmm. Panama. Sure. And um, it's like people might they don't they don't know that I'm Hispanic. Like stuff like that. Like they already won't know what Panama is. So they just kind of be like, are you Dominican? So that's all you get. They used to get <laughs> are you black or are you Dominican? They don't, it's no in between, you know what I'm saying? But we got those kind of situations here. But like for the most part, we're just like a melting pot. Everybody parties together, chills together, rich people chill with poor people, poor people chill with rich people. So it's like, you know, it's kind of like the situation we got in New York. That's how it um, should be, man. It, sh- it should be like everyone's just, everyone's everyone, right? Everybody's just vibing. That's how it should be, you know. But TikTok, is, it gets weird because it gets like, somebody asked me one time, why did I make political content? And it was just like, why don't you make anything political or anything like, you know, about race? And I'm like, I try to stay away from it. You know what I mean? I just want everybody to laugh and, yeah. you know, it's definitely important to talk about, but at the same time, it's like, you kind of want to, just be like, ah, not on, not on my page. You know what I mean? Like, because oh, yeah. TikTok will give you the algorithm and you will see crazy conversations oh, for yeah. like a week. <laughs> it, it turns into real hateful type of situations on TikTok. I'm like, yo, I don't, I don't care about this. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's kind of crazy, you know, still getting used to it. It's, it's, a, it's a weird app, man. It's like, and then it can shift, right? So like, if you go on like a, a tangent, you start looking up videos of a certain thing. Like I started looking up um, a ton of cat videos, right? Just, mm-hmm. you know, you go down that just rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden for like two weeks, it was just cats, 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 all over the place, man. Mm-hmm. And if you like the wrong videos, your algorithm will switch. Oh yeah. So it's some videos I would like, but I won't like it because I'm like, yo, you're going to change my algorithm. Like you said, you watched the cat video. I watched something one time. I liked it. Then I saw another video. Then I liked it. Then before you know it, I couldn't get off the algorithm for like a week. So it was like, what? I'm like, I didn't ask for this. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I just want to see funny stuff. (laughs) You know what I mean? For the most part. Sometimes (laughs) I like a little politics. You know what I'm saying? But it's not too, I don't want it to be too heavy. You know what I mean? No, yeah, of course, man. I mean, we're we're already bombarded with it anyway, all the time. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I just want to enjoy TikTok. <laughs> like, I just want to do that. I'm trying to get into YouTube too, but um, YouTube is a different, uh, different ball game. Dude, YouTube's a, an animal, man. Trying to get views on YouTube, holy shit! It's crazy. It's it's something else, man. It's it's so different. Like, I I don't know. Like, people like just go to YouTube. It'll be better. Like, and I'm just like. First of all, you know that editing takes forever. Oh, yeah. The editing process is different. It's just not one, two, three. You kind of want to make it. You know, I give some of my story times on YouTube and I give like a long, like a long preview versus the 60 seconds. But it's it's a lot of editing. You kind of like, you got to hear your voice over and over. And it's just like, you got to watch the video to edit the video. It's like, damn, YouTube is a whole different ballgame. So. And it's easy to get like super critical too. When you're hearing your voice the whole time, you're like, man, I sound annoying or I sound like this. Like, it's pretty <laughs> that's literally how I feel all the time. I'm like, yo, I gotta, cause that's what I, I've done forever, like editing videos. So now I just be like, I don't like this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Especially when it's yourself, when it's other people, it's like art. It's like, oh yeah, I could do this, put this here, put this here. When it's yourself, it's like, why did I say that word like that? Can I edit it out? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. Like, so so I'm getting used to. No, no, I definitely hear you, man. It's uh, it's interesting. Um, Like, so when you were doing, when you started out on TikTok, when did you notice that you were kind of getting a following? And when people, did you have like one specific video that blew up? It was one video. It was one video. It was the video of me telling a story about how I was basically walking in a park at night coming from work oh i lost you and this lady was walking in front of me oh you got me yeah i got you now okay so you were walking in the park and i was walking was in the park and this lady was in front of me and um i was like walking faster and she was walking faster and then i stopped walking and she was like like you know kept staring at me and i didn't notice that 
she was scared. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, she went, I didn't know she was coming to my house. So she basically went to my house and, um, you know, like my cousin called me like, yo, be careful. It was this weird guy in the park. And I get to, to my house and I realized that I was the weird guy. So it was just like, <laughs> like, you know, it was like, and I, it was so crazy. Cause I didn't expect that story to kind of be, it went, I, I never saw numbers went up crazy. Like I'm talking about like an hour, like 30,000 and counting. I was just like, what? And that was like my first time going viral. And I knew from that video, I was like, oh, and my following just kept going up. So it went from like a thousand followers to probably like 30,000 followers in like, like eight hours. You know what I'm saying? So damn man, <laughs> it was crazy. I was like, what is it? What? Y'all care about this? But then I didn't realize how much it kind of became a political conversation. So it was basically like a conversation between men and women. Like men are saying like, how, why do we have, he did his best to make you feel safe. And I still ended up being a weird guy no matter what. And then woman was like, this is how we have to feel every day when we go through the situation. So I kind of just stayed out of it. I just had this story and everybody was just arguing back and forth. To this day, I still get people on that video from almost a year ago, just oh, yeah. arguing. You know what I'm saying? So I, I had one like that where uh, I had a video about I had ordered uh, from DoorDash and mm-hmm. the, the lady who was delivering my food basically told me like, hey, I'm going to eat your food. Thanks for the, the free food. I'm not going to deliver it. So it was one of those ones where like they had like the conversation and the bubble yeah. and stuff. You 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 remember that trend? So mm-hmm. it was one of those and had like well over a million views and that type of stuff. And uh yeah, man, it sparked this huge debate on like tipping culture. Holy mm-hmm. shit, man. Like people were like people were going I had to turn off the comments for a little while because I was like, dude, I'm tired of reading these, man. I can't yeah. you're gonna keep reading it, bro. That's all you're gonna do because it's oh, a, it's yeah. a conversation that apparently America is not agreeing with like, and you, it's so weird. Cause you'd be like, I just had a little comment. Like I didn't expect this. Like tip the culture, I guess is an argument though. I never had that kind of discussion, but I'm pretty sure people don't like it. But what was your stance on it? Like, did you have a stance or was it just the storyline you was telling? Uh, no. So it was just a storyline I was telling. Um, I mean, if you want my stance on tipping, obviously I don't necessarily like it, but I tip because you know, exactly. that's, how pe- that's how people make money. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, w- no matter which way you cut it, or if you say it shouldn't be like this, it should be like this. At the end of the day, someone's giving you a service, and it's expected, right? That's how they pay. Exactly. So that that's what I mean. I'm right with you, but I feel like some people just get some. I don't really understand it, but I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah, man, <laughs> you know, I mean, I guess it's it's more of like, uh, I think it's the people that are the people that need to get tipped at their job. I think those are the people that are kind of pissed off. Oh yeah. <laughs> so they're like, yo, no, we we this we have a we have something to say. But I'm like, I don't it's a weird conversation that's so big. I don't understand it. Well, that video, man, it started so I did that, and then all of a sudden it broke out into this fight between like Uber drivers, Postmates drivers, and DoorDash drivers all were like bashing each other in the comment section. I was it's like, all fighting. Yeah, like going off, like, oh no, we're better because we do this. I'm like, no, man, you guys are Yo, yeah, we all the same. We just all trying to work and get some money to go home and feed our family. Yeah, and, man. Uh, they wasn't trying to hear that. No, no, it was. Yeah, that, that was better life. You know, it's funny. I used to. I used to work at. Uh, you can hear me. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. I used to work at uh, Amazon, right? And I'd be seeing all these jokes about Amazon, about how Amazon operates. But the weirdest thing about Amazon is like when you deliver. Like people, some people don't want you in their buildings. Like it's the way they kind of like conduct themselves. Like, like they'll make it look like you're like, like it gets weird because I never realized how the world can become really prejudiced and weird until I worked at Amazon. So I would go to buildings and people would be like, what are you here for? Like they don't see the Amazon vest and they'd be like, you can't come in like craziness, kind of like the same, like, that's why I said like doing delivery jobs, you kind of understand people a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Like it's there. There's like it's a weird job to have because you realize how evil people can be. No matter how much you defend a delivery job. So if you work at DoorDash, Amazon, Uber Eats, it does not matter because the people you're delivering to sometimes are a problem. So I kind of realized the world was a little different when I worked. 
delivery jobs. I never cared about the tip, but more about the the uh, the kind of interactions you can have with people. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So it's like a weird process. Because you meet people by a minute. What was that like working for Amazon? I assume you were a delivery driver, right? Yeah. What, and, what was um, that? What was that like? Oh, I lost you. I, I think for me it was just like a lot of the like like I said, the interactions you have. Oh, you got me? Yeah, I got you now. You see me? Yep. It says your internet is all right. So for me, it was just a lot of the interactions you have with people like. Like one time, this lady, but one was good. This lady like offered me to come in. Weird situation, ever. She offered me to come in. <laughs> she's just like, "Do you want to come in?" Like, and I'm like, "No." I'm like, "I'm okay." She's like, "Well, would you like something to drink?" I'm like, "Sure, I'll take a water." And then she was like in her robe. It was crazy. I was like, "What? What type of movie am I in?" Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just like that was crazy. I was just like, "What's going on?" Like, another time, you know, somebody tried to offer me like illegal substances like like hey you want to come in and do something with us so it's like you will meet so many people in like the weirdest type of situations that i think i've never met people in or sometimes you can just like i remember i had to deliver to deliver to some like rich building it was like some super old old money type of building and i'm there and i like went in the elevator and i come out in these people's apartment it's just like the elevator leads to their apartment. It's chandeliers. Everything is just like crazy. And I'm just like, yo, I didn't even know people live like this. Like it was like, a, like I was delivering to like Batman. You know what I'm saying? Like, so Amazon definitely like being a delivery driver just kind of really opened my eyes to being like, oh, it's really a whole crazy world out here. You know what I mean? So played a different, you know, different, put a little bit different, like, it gave me a different perception. Oh, sure. Of things. Yeah. Isn't it crazy, man? When you see like that kind of wealth, like people with like money, money. It's crazy. It's like, that's, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Like that's a, that's a different wealth. Like that's like, like this rent got to be like $200,000 a month. Like, I don't know. Is it rent? Do you pay rent? Did you just buy it? I don't know. It's just like, you have all these questions. Like, how did this elevator lead to this person apartment? Like, it's just like, I don't know. Like, I've I've been around a lot of rich people. I'm from New York. That, that's normal. But it's like condo rich. And then it's like Central Park West type rich. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of what you've seen in like uh, Home Alone. When it was just like in a hotel. and oh, Or like, sure. there's, you know, that was like that. So People with like, fuck you money. Exactly. Yeah. It's straight up fuck you money. You can't, they can, they just got like all you or something. I don't know how they got their money. It makes you want to Google them. Like, right. you're like, how did you get this, bro? Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like one lady had like Louis Vuitton furniture. I've never saw that. Like, I've right. never seen that in my life. Wait, Louis Vuitton furniture? Furniture. Oh, okay. Like, she had Louis Vuitton cat and like a Louis Vuitton table. And I'm like, a table <laughs> a table like did you who made this did louis vuitton personally come? like who gave y'all this like this is crazy like and i can't say it's fake this is they rich as hell so i'm like you had to get this customed this is crazy i never saw that before it was the you, wildest thing ever could you imagine walking down the street like the people that sell the bootleg bags and they're trying to sell a bootleg louis vuitton table <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be like, get the fuck out of here with that. Like, If you'd have took that table and put it anywhere else, I'd have been like, hell no. Like, that's a fake table, but definitely was a real table. That's crazy. But you know what they say? It's not, it's not what you have, it's who has it, I guess. Oh, sure. <laughs> so I guess like, if you that table could have been real, but anywhere else it would have been fake. If you'd have came in my, life, in my house, you'd have been laughing at me like, like, did you make that? You know what I'm saying? So it's well, crazy. Well, we were, uh, my, my in-laws used to live in, uh, in Atlanta and they have this, mm-hmm. like the, the Porsche headquarters for the U S mm-hmm. is in Atlanta. Right. So they have like the big headquarters, they have a restaurant and the museum and stuff you can walk into. And, uh, we went by there just to check it out. Like, obviously I'm not buying anything. And, um, when you're in their little gift shop, they have, uh, you know, those like little car beds from the nineties. Oh the yeah. Kids. The mm-hmm, little kid they, bed. They had one of those, but it was a Porsche and it was $17,000 for this bed. 
Yeah. For a kid's bed? For a kid's bed, but it was shaped like a Porsche instead of like that plastic you yeah. know, bed, like the one in the 90s. It was Did they make it with like metal? Like it wasn't made with actual metal? I think it was It was probably carbon fiber or fiberglass. Okay. So it was, it was a little more sturdy than, than plastic. I, well, I don't even know if it was more sturdy, but a little more high-end than plastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 17 grand for a bed. That's crazy. Yeah, and I, was, I asked the girl there, I was like, have you guys ever sold one? She goes, yeah, we sold about three or four. I'm like, who the fuck? Who bought this man? shit? Like, come on. Like, it's like when they came out with this, uh, it was a $40,000 remote control Porsche car. Oh my God. It was literally like a toy, a toy car for $40,000. Like, and I was like, who's getting that for their child? Like, who's getting their child a $40,000 toy? Yeah, that's, yeah. It's a different kind of money because the day I become somebody, hopefully, I would never spend my money like that. So I'm like, I don't know who's buying $40,000 Porsche cars. That's crazy. So you say that, but then you get your first billion. You're going to be like, you know, that toy car looks pretty fun. You're right. <laughs> I think you're I need right. three of them. I think you're right. But I think a billion dollars is like, that's when you get to do it. <laughs> like, right, right. But if you're in a million lane, you might want to calm it down. Like, you're one of those broke people with 200 million. You cannot afford that Porsche. Yeah, that's not for car. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not for you. You're going to have to like up it up a little bit more. Because I think, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how rich you got to be to be, like. I lost you again. I thought, like, houses would be, like, $2 million. Now I would seem. Oh, you got me? Yeah, yeah. So I, me? Last thing I heard was, uh, was, I don't know how rich you have to be. Oh, I was like, I don't know how rich you have to be to, like, spend your money crazy. Because when I was growing up, a house was, like, a million or $2 million. And now I just be seeing houses. Like, I, I like to watch. Uh, What's those like rich and famous like oh, yeah. houses? Yeah. And I'm like, these houses be a hundred, two hundred million dollars. Like, yeah, it's insane. So I'm like, when did that happen? Like, when did like because I thought like two, three million dollars was like the mandatory amount of money you spend for a house. Oh yeah. That when I uh, I lived in LA for, for about three years, and uh this was about mm-hmm. 10 years ago that I lived there. And I remember just like a normal ass house, like a normal house you would see like in the suburbs somewhere. It was like mm-hmm. two million dollars, two and a half million dollars. Like, what the fuck? That's man? crazy. Yeah, it's insane. And it's like in New York now, like the little brownstones is ten million dollars. Jesus. They're going for like regular brownstones, nothing amazing, just regular brownstones, six, seven, eight million dollars. I'm just like, what? Like. Cause I always thought about like this luxury condo, you know what I mean? Like something crazy that's like, and you can't even go down to like Greenwich village in New York city because the, the apartments could go up to like 30 million. Holy shit. Not even a house, $30 million apartment, bro. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. Like that's who the fuck's want a $30 million apartment? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if you're paying for safety. I don't know. Like, what do you get <laughs> when you move into a $30 million condo? Like, what do you get? Like, that's crazy. So I don't know. I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to understand it. I'll tell you what you get. You get a $40,000 uh, RC car from Porsche. You're right. You <laughs> you're right. <laughs> it, it better come with the house. I swear it got to come with the house. bro. They better at least give you like an Amazon, like Echo or something or an Alexa. When exactly. You like, like something, man. Something more than like a bottle of champagne. So, yeah, because come on, like, this is crazy. I don't want if I pay that much, I don't want to, I don't want to pay for groceries for like two years. Like, like just <laughs> let me, just let me live here grocery free, like something, bro. It's like, crazy. Well, at least, give me at least like an Uber gift card or something. Man. Exactly. Can't. Like <laughs> free Ubers for three years. That would be a perk, man. Could you imagine that getting free Ubers for three years? Yeah, because they robbing me now. I miss, uh, I don't know if y'all do this. Where you at? You remember Uber Share? Yeah, yeah, I remember Uber Share. Did everybody do that? Like, or was it just New Yorkers? Uh, so I was living in Austin at the time. I only did it a couple times. Um, mm. I always did it, and it was pretty rare that anyone else would be in the car with me. Okay. Uh, but uh, I don't know if it was like a a thing that other people did or not. Oh, like because in New York it was like really uh it was really big, like you know what I'm saying? So like when you say how you see how you said nobody would be in the car with you. If I did an Uber share, it's going to be three other people in a car with me. <laughs> like, they're going to stop, pick somebody else up, stop, pick somebody else up. Uh, and ever since they removed it, Uber's just been robbing people. Like, 
Oh no, yeah, man. I was I was in New York uh maybe a couple months ago for work mm-hmm. and I took an Uber from Manhattan to uh JFK to go back. Mm-hmm. $240. Crazy. $240. You know what? You know how much that ride is before the pandemic? Before all of this? That ride was like 80 bucks, bro. That's crazy, man. Yeah, when I when I saw the, the prices pop up, I was like, like 80 bucks, bro. There's no reason. And also, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, nah, I was not nah, what you said. No, no, no. I was saying it was it was when I saw those prices pop up, I was like. 240 and that's for the base one and if i want a black car it's like 310 i'm like this is okay well i gotta get there i guess and it's right. like how do you make it go up by the car it's like that's the base one 240 crazy i will say this though the dude had uh, a minivan that had like those big plush seats and stuff inside of there so i rode mm. in style all the way to jfk okay at least you had the style yeah man okay. I, was, I was back there he had like a TV that I can screen my, my phone onto. So I was watching uh, ESPN all the way. Like he, he knew what was up, but okay, that, that's not normal. Usually I'm in like in the back of a Prius with my big ass. Like, exactly. Oh. <laughs> I hate when they send a Prius to pick me up. I get so pissed off because it's like always so small and compact. Like I like them, but not in an Uber. I just want to be like, all right, bro, let me ride. Like they sent the Tesla once. I was ecstatic. They sent like this cool Tesla. I was just sitting back there. I was just like, yeah, I got this for 60 bucks. Like, I was just happy, bro. And it was the base. T- it was the, it wasn't even an expensive one. So it was the base one. So the, the guy was like, oh, I just had a Tesla. Is it like the Model 3 or Model S or something like that? Yeah. I don't know what model it was. I know it was crazy. Dude, when you get in a Tesla, it's kind of like being in a spaceship, right? <laughs> exactly. That's, and it was raining. So the rain was just hitting the ceiling. I was oh, sitting there. Cool. Happy, bro. I was like. I was like, okay. And I had just came out of a bar. So I'm like, <laughs> this is nice. I was like, I need this, man. I need this kind of life. See, I've only been in one Tesla. It was a guy, it was actually when I was in New York, same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the guys I work with, he had just bought one. And uh, he was like, yeah, I'll drive you back to your, to your hotel. So it was me and two other guys that uh, I work with plus him. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we're like, oh, this car is great. And he goes, oh, by the way, I drive like an asshole. And he starts like weaving in out of traffic, going like way over mm-hmm. the speed limit. We're like, dude. And then he's like, oh yeah. By the way, this thing also drives itself, so I'm not touching the brake at all. It's just doing it on its own. I'm like, dude, you're gonna kill me. I'm I'm gonna die here. Yeah. I met a guy <laughs> at a bar who did that too. I mean, he had a I think 2021 B 2020 BMW at the time, something that drives itself. Yeah. And then he's just like, I don't know why you met. Why would I meet a stranger? And just we just chilling with this guy. He's like, you want to see my car? I'm like, yeah, cool. We see the car. It's dope. And he's like driving us to another bar, but the car is driving itself. I'm like, you're going to kill us. You're going to kill us. Like, <laughs> like I was like, yo, I, I don't trust cars. I don't trust technology that much. No. I'm sorry. I'm not at that level yet. You got to give me a couple more years to like ease in. We used to have beepers. You know what yeah, I'm saying? So I'm beepers, like, yeah. not that long ago either. <laughs> exactly. That was like 17 years ago. Like now y'all trying to act like, and doctors still use them. So I'm like, like, I don't know why y'all like, but- like at one point, the height of technology was a very thin phone. They called the razor. Like, let's let's calm down. And that was self-driving cars. That was like the evolution of phones at the time. Oh, dude! I so I was in college when those came out, or or when they were like at their height. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got that one that was like black. So I got the black razor. Oh, the dude! I razor. was I was the man on campus, man. People were like, "Oh, this dude knows what's up. He's got the black razor. I'm not. A, he can put a." It was nothing better than the black razor. I could put a memory card in there. You had to have been the man. Oh, dude, I had it was a 264 megabyte memory card that I could put. Yo, like four you songs remember on. that? Like, yeah, it was man. only megabytes. Like, that's crazy. Bro, I'm 29. And for some reason, I was there for all that. So, I had a razor came out. I probably was like 12 or something like that. I don't know. Okay. Like, I had one though. I was I made sure I got one though. <laughs> I had one though. I got one. I was I had that and before I had that, I had the 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 boost mobile phones, I think it was, or Nextel, the chirp phones. Oh, the the ones that are like the walkie-talkie. Yeah, like and I yeah, that was man. like amazing to me. Until people yeah. just chirp you all night. Yeah, my dad had one of those too. He was always in the middle of the ditch. Bloop, bloop. Yeah, let me get over that. Yeah. <laughs> That was like a thing, like, and then we had a, I think the highest thing ever of my generation was probably the sidekick. Oh yeah, I had a sidekick. 
that was like amazing. Yeah, well, that, that was when I was a senior in high school. The sidekick two. What is out. this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah when, I, when I was a senior in all high right, school, so- the sidekick two came out, and uh, I remember all the girls wanted to use my phone to check their MySpace. So they were like, can I use your phone? Let me check my, my MySpace. That was when the shift from MySpace happened because you could not go on MySpace on a regular cell phone. No, no, you couldn't. I that mean, was like it, the shift. It, it sucked on the sidekick, but at least you could get on it in school. You know, it was definitely like small and like weird dimensional. So when you hopped on it, it was like you couldn't really see nothing, but you could see a little bit of the message. So as long as you could get on it, that was amazing. Dude, my, like, look what we at now. Like, it's so weird. No. My best friend had a sidekick until like 2013. What? Yes, I know, man. He kept Which getting one? new ones. Oh, the, the, the like the newest weird one, like the LX3 or something. They kept yeah, trying was, to make them. It was like it was like purple and like they started sliding up instead of that flip thing with the screen. Yeah. And yeah, he, I remember. Yeah, he he had those things for a long time, and then finally he got an iPhone. He was trying to hold on to it. I get it, man. It's nostalgic. He's trying to hold on to that. He's like, damn, like, I can't let it go. Maybe it's going to make a comeback. I don't think, I honestly believe that we're at this level in life where, like, nothing is probably going to surpass Apple or Android like, or Samsung just, like, at this point. I think, I think the only thing like, that would is, like, if Amazon came out with, like, a legit phone. I know they tried a while back, but... I think they could they, do it, though. Yeah, if they came out with like a legit phone that that really rivaled them and they could get that ecosystem like Apple has where, you know, the 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 Amazon bubble replaces the blue bubble, you know. Mm-hmm. That 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 would be probably the only co- or Tesla maybe. I could see that would be about it though. I could see I could see him coming out with a phone too. I could see Tesla definitely coming out with a phone. But I think that cuz I seen Google tried it, but Google's not you know, they trying to put they like don't they got like a new phone that everybody's trying to talk about? It's one phone that if I didn't like Apple, I would have it. You know, the phone that kind of flips. It's like a, uh, it turns into a bigger screen. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen that one before. I was like, yo, if you would have bought that phone back out in like 2014, I would have got that. I was I was diehard Samsung for a long time, man. I didn't want to get an iPhone. I had an iPhone and then I switched to Samsung for like five years. And I was like, never again, never again. And then one day I was like, you know what? I'm tired of not being able to FaceTime people. <laughs> that's that's all it is, like for real. Like usually, like damn, like and when you don't got to, like you can't FaceTime. Now I think you could do it now. Funny enough, hey, really? Yeah, you can. Um, I think that was a new update that you can uh, FaceTime people with uh, with Androids. No shit. All right, now I can FaceTime my dad. Yeah, like, Ooh, and it, but look how long it took. I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Look how long it took, though. It's like what the hell. Like, but I mean. Let's let's be honest. I don't. I ain't even gonna say that. Just in case we ever get sponsored by them, <laughs> like I ain't gonna say it. <laughs> Just in case, I don't want nobody to find this video. If if Apple wants to sponsor this, you have the best phones, best products, best I, phones uh, ever. I'm on one of your computers right now because it is fantastic. <laughs> Me too. I'm on a. I'm on a. I'm on an iMac. I love those iMacs, man. Those, yeah, they're, they're like amazing. Dude, those things they look so sleek too. Yeah, I want the new one. Are you seeing the new one? The, the colored ones? The newest, newest one. They're no, like super, super thin. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did see those. They're, they're like like a razor almost. Like they're, yeah. they're tiny. Mm-hmm. Razor the phone, not razor the blade. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's true, though. That's mad funny. Didn't they try to bring the razor back a couple of years ago? They did. I think like, I think they bought it back and it was like a little wider. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, like. And it was like, people was like, oh, we should like get that phone again. And I was just like, no, (laughs) no, because I think we took so long to get like technology in our pocket. Like, this is crazy. I remember we had like edit photos on photo bucket. You know what I'm saying? Wow. (laughs) Photo bucket. It was a different time. Like now you can just download apps, a hundred of them, like. Photo bucket was crazy. We had to go on the computer, upload the photo, take the photo, crop it, fix it. Yeah, it was crazy. You remember? You, it was crazy. You remember MySpace was like it was. There were no clout chasers, no influencers. Like none it was that. none of that. All it was was like people just doing like those bulletins where they filled out, tried to like let their crush know they liked them without just saying it. Exactly. And then, all, and then just like musicians who were unsigned, like yo, please listen to my music. Exactly. And it was amazing, man. 
it's so crazy because I, I always wanted to come back. Because I always be like, oh, he sold it too early. Like, look how, you know, but they, they made a new version of it. Did you see? Um, It's called, uh, they have the same format as MySpace. The same setup, everything. Yeah, people signing up for it. I forgot the name of it. People are actually signing up for it. Like, oh, it's just like MySpace. But um, I forgot the name, damn. I saw a tweet not too long ago where a kid was like, someone needs to make a social media app where you could, or a social media platform where you can put your favorite song on your profile. And I'm like, Oh no. Nah, I can't bring that back. <laughs> like, I took that so seriously too. Like, Oh yeah. Because like back in the day, it was kind of like, even though we wasn't coding, we was, we was on to something. It took a lot of work to fix your page. Back then it took so much work to make your page perfect. So you had to get these codes and you have to put it in at certain points to make your page do. So it kind of like, it was like you was creative while you was creating a work of art. Just to change it tomorrow, but you were still like, I'm going to fix this. <laughs> like, like, but she was like, we're going to get this done. Like, that was an amazing time. I remember my sister, man, she, she was addicted to MySpace, like all the time, mm. all day, all night. And uh, my parents were divorced at my dad's house. We had a dial-up because, mm-hmm. you know, high speed didn't go out that far. Mm-hmm. And um, she would be on at like three or four in the morning. And she was like 13 years old, right? Mm-hmm. So my dad was like, hey, <laughs> we uh, we moved the phone line into your room. What I need you uh-huh. to do is at, at 9 p.m., go unplug it. And then I'm going to tell her that the that the cable company cuts it off at 9 p.m. I asked him to do that. <laughs> I did that for like three years before she caught on. Oh, Never, you got away with it for three years? Three years, man. That's she, crazy. She I thought no you were going to say like three months no three years man and then one day three she, years one day she noticed that every time every day every day at like 9 p.m i would go to my room and she's like hey why are you going to your room you're unplugging the phone line aren't you <laughs> yeah that's crazy yeah man. it's so it's so crazy because i remember that i had a we own you remember the aol disc oh yeah so we never where i'm from we never got the internet we would get the trial of the aol oh, yeah. disc Sure. Every day we would run down, like we would run down there, like what? I think it only lasted two weeks or three weeks. Like, we had to run downstairs and just, I don't know if I can say this. Basically, we were stealing other people AOL discs. Like everybody did this because they would just send it to people. And then we had to keep restarting like every once a month hey. to get a new disc. And I'm like, yo, it's so crazy that we just like, you can have internet now. Like we had a point. You just have internet. Like we had to do so much. Take out the phone. Take out the phone. Get an AOL disc. Like you had to do so much just to be connected to the internet. Just for now to just be like, eh, go on the internet. You got free Wi-Fi. If you go somewhere, certain stores, it's like that's crazy. Because we had to do so much just to have it in our houses. Like you know, especially AOL. Because I used to be on AIM. I don't remember AIM. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. AIM was the wave. Especially the chat rooms. I used to just be in there arguing with people. Like 13 years old. Always, man. <laughs> having a ball, bro. <laughs> like, it was the best time. Now, it's, I feel like uh, social media is too, uh, it's too directed on you as a person. Agreed. Like, before you could kind of like, I'm pretty sure you got, we got trolls now, but like, you could kind of just have an AOL profile. You just troll people. You just keep it moving. Now, yeah. it's like, oh, we want all your personal information. You have to post your picture. I remember when I used to talk to girls. Now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure some of them wasn't girls. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I, think, I think we all did this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, th- I think I'm pretty sure because I had I was just getting all the girls back then. So I'm like, pretty sure I was an old dude now, now that I think about it. Because I'm like, I, w- I couldn't get I had no picture. Like, they didn't know who I was. I'm just like, hey, what's up? I'm 15. Boom, boom. And they're just like, hey, I'm Elizabeth. I'm I'm 14, like, <laughs> nah. So all of y'all just happen to be the same age, and we just all, nah, nah, nah. It, it, I, I guarantee you it wasn't old dudes. It was probably other, like, guys your age who were doing that shit. This is crazy that we, like, that's what I was saying when you think about it. You're like, damn, like, because we, like, now it's like, a, let, let you write a girl now with no profile picture. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely <laughs> you know, not. You're a weirdo if you do that. Like before, it was just fine. It's like, oh, tell me what you look like, and everybody just 
<laughs> I was always six five with a six pack, and I lived in LA. Exactly. Always, exactly, exactly. Yo, I'm six one. I got a six pack, but I'm just out here. Just you could be anybody you wanted, bro. I think they're gonna do that with this new metaverse. I swear it's gonna. It's gonna oh be yeah, hundred like percent. That, that was the first like thing that. that popped in my head. I was like, people are gonna make these avatars and. Then they're gonna meet in real life and be like, "Yeah, no, man, that that was not you." In the that was not you. I'm I'm just finding out dudes lie about their height on TikTok. I didn't know it was like I did that if I planned to not meet a girl, but I didn't know that like dudes do that. So I know they're gonna do this online. Like girls be like, "I pull up and this guy is five three When he told me he was six one, I'm like, "Bro, why didn't you just say five eight? Why yeah. did you push the limit? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like what?" Play it safe. Five ten at the max. Just say five ten and be like, "Well, depends on get the some shoes Tim's, I'm wearing." Or, get yeah. some like boots. You know, level it out a little bit. Hopefully, like five seven, she won't notice. But <laughs> I mean, six, luckily three. for me, lucky for me, I'm six three, so I, I don't. I've never had to lie about my height. But see, you got lucky, bro. I got lucky. I got really lucky because my mom is five two, my dad is six one, and I happen to be six three. So I got lucky. Bro, I'm a five eighter. Hey. I'm a five eighter. I think five eight so, is five eight's average height, right? I make the cut. So like okay. exactly. So girls give me the jokes, but they also be like, you know what, you're not that bad. Right. You know what I mean? Versus like somebody out there being like five three, like one of my friends is like five three. And I just be like, Yeah, bro, I get it that you lie about your height. I get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I throw some Tims on. I'm from New York. All we gotta do is throw the Tims on five eleven. Hey. <laughs> like 5'11 like and here I am man. I'm always like man I just wish I was 6'5 that's like the perfect height <laughs> nah you gotta appreciate it man 6'3 no, no. you know what it is cause when you get up there you kinda wanna just go higher but I wonder if dudes that's like 6'11 or 6'10 be like I'm too tall so I had a my sister dated this guy for a couple of years he's 7 foot 2 huge Crazy. guy right he's a friend of mine before I introduced them and they ended up dating for a couple of years but uh mm-hmm. I remember I hadn't seen him for a while and they came to visit me when I was living in Texas. And uh, he goes like, come here, man. And he gives me a hug, dude. And I, that was, the <laughs> mo- that was the moment that I felt for all the women that I had hugged in my life and got like a face, <laughs> face full of armpit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause my face was like buried right in it. I'm like, no man, I don't want that. Yo. <laughs> so I stopped giving side hugs after that. Cause I'm like, okay, that's awful. That's just a terrible right, bro, thing to do <laughs> Yo, that's funny. Like, that's funny. I mean, like, yeah, yo, that's crazy. Cause I, I don't know. I feel like, and then, but like, what do they wear when you're that tall? Like, what do you, where do you buy your clothes? Oh, he. Like, I'm pretty get, sure he to get everything custom made. Yeah, he'd have to get everything custom that's made. That's crazy. Like, yeah. Like now, I'm pretty sure it's easier. To... And I'm like, nah, no way. I remember it was talking to my school that couldn't like. They didn't have anything. Like they had to wear like one to two pair of sneakers. Not because their family couldn't buy it, but just because they didn't know where to shop for them. Yeah. So I used to be like, I don't never want to be that tall, but I'd have been nice being a little. I think six one is average for y'all now. Like once you were the sixes, you kind of want to be the high sixes. You don't want to be the low sixes. Like six I, feet. I, like, I wouldn't want to be over six six. Over six six, I feel like that's overkill. You're, you're just that's bragging crazy. at that point, man. You're bragging. But I think six five, like that's like, or you're you're tall enough to where. Like there's rarely going to be anyone taller than you, but you're not like creep. Cause I think six, six, mm. you're like considered a legal giant. Right. Yeah, definitely. So I think six, to. six is too tall. Six, five is like, I, I'm, I'm sitting here shitting on, I'm being six, three. I, I need to stop this right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nah, like it's understandable though, because like, if you think about it, it's like, I just think when you're that big though, people probably just be like, what sports you play? Like, if you're that big and you don't play no sports, you're going to hear it for the rest of your life. Like, Oh, yeah. 100%, man. Because I'm a, I'm a stocky dude. They be like, everybody's be like, you don't play football? It's the first thing people say to me all the time. So a big dude got to hear, like, get on the court. What are you doing? Like, Oh, yeah, you know, dude. That's crazy. Me, me and him worked at, uh, at Best Buy together. Um, that's how me and him met. And <laughs> you know how they had mm-hmm. those TVs, like, up at the top? And he's a big dude too. He's like, he's jacked, right? Um, so they have all mm-hmm. those TVs up at the top that they have mm-hmm. to get the stairs for. He would literally pull them down with just one hand, like 50, 60, 70 inches, just with one hand and put them on the shoulder and walk off. Crazy. I was like, dude, you're, you're, 
you need to leave. Right you shouldn't now. be here. Like, you gotta <laughs> go. You shouldn't be here, bro. You gotta go to some league. You gotta, you gotta be like in at the very least in in like Greece. All right, at the very least in Greece, playing power forward or something. Exactly. Like, you can definitely do another international team. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's funny. Nah, that's real though. That's how it is though. Like, people gonna remind you when you're too big. People gonna remind you. They gonna be like, nah, you gotta play something like. I always laugh at this like one video where they be like, anytime you're that big sports, like coaches will just run up to you like, hey, you got to get you on a team. Like, you know, it's just so funny. to me. Like, I, I, I was actually thinking about this yesterday um, when I was in high school, the wrestling coach always. I hated wrestling. I, I hated wrestling. I hate running. Like I played football. I played football. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoyed football. I played since I was a kid. But uh, the wrestling coach constantly every day. So. I remember telling him, I was like, no, my mom won't let me. She said that I might hurt myself. So the dude <laughs> found my mom's number in the phone book. Yo, no, he didn't and, go on a hunt. And, yeah, they he hunt. called her. And my mom was like, why'd you tell him that I, I was like, oh, because I don't want to wrestle. She's like, well, you got to tell him on your own. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to keep avoiding him. I don't want to do that. Yeah, shit. no, because they will hunt you down, bro. Oh, yeah. like, they wanted me to play football in Georgia High School. Like They was just like, oh, you want to play? They wanted me to play varsity in Georgia High School. Oh, shit. But I was already boxing. I was like, nah, I'm going to be a boxer. And then I realized I didn't really like boxing. So it's just like, all right. <laughs> like, I like it. I ain't like getting hit in the face. But I, I got it. But the way they used to try to hunt you down and try to get you to, like, commit. Oh, yeah. I didn't want the uh, the responsibilities. So, like, they just kind of be like, yo, you got to be here every day. Nobody wants to do that. Well, you know what I'm like, saying? They're, like, projecting, like, whatever they wanted for themselves on you because they see potential. And that's like, man. It's crazy. It's like, it's like hunting. Like, that's what they do. They just hunt. Like, like oh, yeah. I'm going to get that kid. That's why I'm like, I can only imagine. And it's crazy because in New York, our football teams aren't that popular. Like, mm. like I, you know, our academics teams for any high school isn't, or junior high school isn't popular. But I know for like other states, come on. Like they, they, they got to be crazy because you have potential to make it to like the NFL. They're like, yeah, we're going to get them there. Oh, yeah, <laughs> when, I, when I lived in Louisiana, I lived in New Orleans for three years. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, man, the way they'd go after those kids, like they treated those kids in high school like they were rock stars, man. Like they were already, you know, Hall of Fame bound NFL players. And like, and then they wonder why people get stuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> stuck in that moment. Like that was the best moment ever. You got free stuff, you got to do whatever you wanted. On top of that, you people got people just worshiping like, you. You got thousands of people, hundreds or thousands of people chanting. That's the fame before the fame. Like, yeah. It, that, that's that's one of the reasons why like high school sports is so weird to me. Like I've been out of high school 15 years. I'm 33. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm nowhere near high school anymore, mm-hmm. but like just being on the outside looking in now, it is so weird, man, that you're watching these like literal children, legal, legal children, mm-hmm. like just doing it, like playing a game just for what mm-hmm. you know what i mean? and then you're like worshiping them like there's articles written they about, rock stars yeah they're like rock stars and they, you got these like 15 16 year old kids who like what what's after that man like a, like like you said of course that's going to be the glory days right like they, that's the last time anyone in their mind cared you know exactly and then when they grow up to not like level out they look at them like they're crazy like like you see a lot of like i think football players or like old wrestlers or whatever they kind of always go down like addiction paths. And I'm like, bro, like they chasing that feeling of like dopamine y'all was giving them. Like I had these kids believing they was like on top of the world. So it's like, you know, I mean, I would love to have felt that though. That had to probably been a different feeling. Yeah. Like, y'all, imagine flunking out and your teacher's like, I got. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> that got to be crazy. Like, you I, know mean, I mean, truthfully, when I was in high school, that did happen once to me. See, see, you. yeah, truthfully, it did. Yeah, I, I was not the best student. I had one teacher my senior year when I was in football. Um, mm-hmm. I just told her, like, hey, I'm not going to be academically eligible. Can you help me out? She was like, oh, you son of a bitch. Fine, you got a C, not a not an F in my class. Like, <laughs> see, that's dope. Um, At least you got a piece of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got I got that once, and I remember going to ask, man, that was like the most nervous I'd ever been in my entire life. I mean, listen. You came through with the W. That's all that matters. Hey, yeah, just just like my man Tom Brady came through mm-hmm. with the W. Always doesn't mm-hmm. matter if the refs helped you. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, Tom, if you ever hear this in the future, we just joking. Tom, if you ever hear this, I'm a humongous Bucks fan. Thank you for coming to Tampa. <laughs> <laughs>
Are you are you are you a sports guy? Yeah, boxing and basketball. Okay, who's your basketball team? All right, it's the Lakers, right? But yeah, me too, me too. I, I was there. Everybody be like, "Why?" Because LeBron went there. I'm like, "Bro, I was I was a Laker fan since Kobe." Sure. No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was I was never a Bulls fan in the '90s. I was always a diehard Laker man. Always a yeah, exactly. I also grew up on that part of the country, so that makes a little more sense. But yeah, I'm from New York, so people expect me. See, in New York, people expect you to be a Knicks fan, but it's like, bro, come on. We know, we know. We all know it's never gonna happen. Like the Knicks is never gonna do it. So we gotta just because they'd be like, you gotta love the Knicks, you're from New York. I think New York teams, if it wasn't for the Yankees, we wouldn't be that great. So it's like, you know, like for baseball, but for the Knicks, it's never gonna happen. Like, if you're a Knicks fan, is you're just wasting your time. Hey, the Giants win like once a decade, right? That's cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like once a decade is cool, but it's like, other than that, it's like, bro, it's like the Yankees is what make in New York, like hold it down. Like, okay. Well, now they suck a little bit, but you know, it's just the fact that they're holding this down. Is because that- I feel like, yeah, like LA is a better team. Or I think most of everybody else got better teams than us. So for every sport. It's always wild watching the Knicks, man, because they've got this. Obviously, they have a huge following, and they're like never good. Never. Like I haven't seen them be good. In like it has to be like twenty years. I know they made the playoffs last year, but even then, they weren't even that good. Like, yeah, I remember when Amari Stoudemire. Yeah. Remember when he came and he thought it was gonna be like, like the world was gonna change. Nothing. Crickets. That's the thing, man. I, so <laughs> like, I always, I have a theory, man. So a lot of these like really highly touted people. They mm-hmm. fuck up going to unless it's someone like LeBron. Like mm-hmm. LeBron, wherever he goes, he's gonna dominate, right? Mm-hmm. But when you get these guys who are like second level stars, like Amari Stoudemire, exactly. You know, they're they're great where they are. Like Phoenix was the perfect place. Was the top game. fan exactly? And the reason why is there's no pressure to be the next like gigantic superstar in Phoenix. Uh huh. Right. Like, I think that's exactly what it was because not for nothing, I feel like. I remember when LeBron was supposed to come to New York, and that would have been crazy. He'd have been the highest paid athlete. He'd have been the king of New York. And then he did. And I was just like, that's probably the only person that could have changed New York. But yeah. like you said, the second level athletes, it would, they're not going to do. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like he should have stayed in Phoenix where that team was already built and it was already doing anything. Oh, shoot. Oh, How did I do that? Oh, yeah, I got you. Okay. So I was like, he should have stayed there. And it was like, you know, when you come to places like New York, he's not a player by himself. He wasn't going to be great by himself. No, not at all. You know what I'm saying? But I think they thought he was. Like, oh, defense. It's like, come on, bro. And how long was he on the Knicks? Like a year? Two well, years? One or two years. Yeah, he wasn't there long. He just I stopped. I don't, I don't even think he played after that, did he? I think he just phased out. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's weird. It was so weird. It was like. Oh my God, Amari Stoudemire's here. Posters everywhere, all over New York. And then after he didn't like do it in the first couple games, and people just I don't even remember him. Just forgot about him. <laughs> like, but that's why I said people cities like New York, that's they put too much pressure on you. I feel like dudes like that, man. They, like he goes to New York, he fizzles out, and they probably end up like in Memphis or something. Like or Sacramento. Like exactly. Like it's always like that. I don't even remember him playing after that. I don't know when he retired. I cannot tell you any of that. Now, now I'm curious. I gotta look this up. Hold up. This is crazy. Amari Stoudemire. Amari was wow, he's from Florida. I didn't know that. So he He's still playing? Uh no, he technically retired last year. Um, but that was in uh Israel. So oh, okay, a, okay. He went. He he played well, Phoenix and New York. Then he played for a season in Dallas, half a season in Dallas. Then he went to Miami for a year and a half. And then from there, he's been playing in Jerusalem and in Tel Aviv, Israel. Crazy. It's sad that we ain't remember none of his moves after that. <laughs> like, like, dang, like. I mean, Jerusalem is good. I mean, he loved the sport. He's still going. Yeah, yeah, man. That's that's the one thing about basketball is they they dudes can still play well past their prime. They just don't exactly America. like. You know who like messed my head up? Uh, because I don't I don't know why I didn't notice who was still playing. Uh, Vince Carter. 
when Vince yeah, Carter was man. still playing. I was like, why is yeah. he still playing? Like Vince Carter was my guy. Like Vince Carter was like, he was my my Jordan. Like I loved that. Kobe, he was that dude. Vince Carter was like, the guy for me when I was growing up. That's what I'm saying. Like, and not to say that he didn't leave, like he didn't leave on grace. Like he didn't leave like that. Like he really, like somebody was like, Yeah, he still play. I'm like, no, you don't. I had an argument with somebody like two years ago. <laughs> it was like he's still in the NBA. And I'm like, no, he's not. This man just retired, like like I think did he retire or like last year or yeah, I think he something retired, like that. I was just uh, I think he retired in the bubble. The, the NBA. Yeah, in the bubble time. Yeah. I th- but bro, why was he still playing? It was 40. 43 when he retired. Yo, listen, I hope them contracts was good. That's all I hope for. Right? Because after when people play that long, I think we question their financial situation. Like, but I think some dudes really love the sport. Like, they really I, love it. See, with Vince Carter, I never questioned the financial part. There are some dudes like, like mm-hmm. AI, Iverson. That was one that I for sure was like, okay, this dude's doing it for the money still. Definitely was still doing it for the money. It like, the way he set up his contract was crazy. Isn't it like he's yeah. not supposed to get his money to like, I think he's 55. Something like that, yeah. Some like he's supposed to get like 50 million or something like that when he's 55. You know, you know who's wild, man, is Gronkowski. You know that dude hasn't touched a dime of his uh his NFL salary. Oh, I think I was just reading that. Yeah, like he didn't touch anything, like he just Nothing. kept everything. Like they say he still got his checks or something like that. Yeah, like, like he hasn't <laughs> touched a dime of his NFL pay. He's lived off of endorsements and whatever investments he's made. That's it. Yo, listen. I'm cashing everything. I don't know about everybody else. I'm <laughs> cashing everything, bro. Like, um, it's time to cash out. I don't know what y'all talking about. Well, look, man, we're we're at an hour, believe it or not. We're, we've arrived. Okay. It, it flew by, I know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But, uh, dude, I would love to have you on again, though, man. This is, this is great. Definitely man. come back, brother. Cool. Do you want to, uh, to tell people at home um, kind of where they can find you online, social media, anything like that? Uh, yeah, you can find me on... Uh, YouTube is at uh, Late for Church. On TikTok is uh, Church Cobain. And on Instagram, it's Late for Church. Church, thank you so much, man. I appreciate, I appreciate you. you having me, brother. Yeah, yeah, of course. No problem at all. Listen, my first podcast is ne- next month, so you know what, what I mean? What's, what's, the love, name of the, what's the name of the podcast? Are people uh, highly Opinionated. Highly Opinionated. Yeah, so I'd love to have you on there too. So I'm definitely gonna do Dude, this with you. So you you know I'll be on there, man. Of course. All right, brother. I got you. Cool, man. Thanks everyone for listening. All right, brother.